Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying from Psalms 118 and 24, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I hope that you are as much as I am, Traveling Pulpit family. I hope that you've had a good week, Traveling Pulpit family. I also want to thank those who reached out to me through social media uh, on on um, uh, the, this past week to just find out if I was OK. You know, last week I, I purposely didn't post anything because I felt so spiritually run down and so spiritually drained that that the word did not stop. It was just I did not put anything out on on the uh, podcast. And they just wanted to know if I was okay, you know, um, just just to remind me that that I didn't put anything out there. Just wanted to know if I was okay. Pretty much they were checking up on me. They were holding me accountable because this is a podcast for men. This podcast originated to be about men, to call men to the threshing floor and to hold men accountable for their actions. And having someone reach out to me through social media, the couple of people that did, that showed me right there that they were holding me accountable. They were calling me to the threshing floor and I cannot thank them enough. I cannot thank them enough. We as men, we go through our bouts with with mental suffering. We go through our bouts with depression. We go through our bouts fighting, fighting for the right to exist in this world. And if we do not support one another, it's easy for us to get taken by by this world, be swallowed up by this world. And I'm so grateful that they reached out to me this this uh, this past week just to find out if I was if I was OK, if everything was all right and if there was anything that they could do for me. I appreciate that. I really do. But, you know, on today, traveling pulpit family, I want to talk a little bit about that temptation over in John Matthew four. I'm sorry, we're going to get to John in a little bit. But over in Matthew four, it talked about Jesus being tempted, how Jesus was in the wilderness for those 40 days and how the devil tempted him. You know, sometimes as men, we don't even realize that we're being tempted when we are being when we are being tempted, which is why we must always remain steadfast in the word. We must always have that word inside of us. Because just like with Jesus, it was told to him to turn the stones into bread and that man and that that answer after he was told to turn those stones into bread, Jesus replied with saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Brothers, I want you to know that that is how we ought to live our lives. We ought to live our lives in faith, believing that that the Lord has our best interest in mind. Knowing that that the temptation of this world is temporary. But the life, but the everlasting effects. Is separation without 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 him, without his protection, without his love, without his presence. That's what temptation will do to us if we give in to temptation. The devil went on to 
to take Jesus to a high place. Doesn't he do that with us also? Doesn't he do that with all, with us also? He takes us up on skyscrapers. He shows multi-million dollar uh, investments and buildings and things that you can have in this world. And all you have to do is throw yourself off. He'll catch you. That's what he says. He told Jesus, he said, throw yourself off because your, your, your angels, the ones that, that stayed with you, they'll catch you. The ones that didn't leave to come with me. Those are the ones that'll catch you. But Jesus said to him again, you shouldn't put the Lord God to the test. Not in that way. Not in that way. Because we will end up with the answers that we don't want to receive. But temptation swells us up to where we feel like we are God's. We can do anything we want because in our minds, we think that we're invincible. That's what temptation will, will have us feeling like. It will have us feeling like that we're wearing a cloak of invincibility, not needing God for anything, but knowing deep down inside, we need God for everything, brothers. And then what he'll do is he'll take us. And he'll show us all the riches of the world from that high place. He'll, he'll show you the money. He'll show you the fame. He'll show you the popularity. He'll show you the, the women that, that will come with it. And all you have to do is accept him. For ladies, he'll show you the, 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 the men that come with it. And even in this day and time, he's showing the men, the men, and he's showing the women, the women. And all you have to do is worship him. There are so many people who are falling victim to this temptation. That they are becoming abominations before God. And the Bible clearly says that God takes no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. Ezekiel 33, 11, but these people have decided that they are going to put their trust into the God of this world and not the God who created this world. They're going to give up on that potential relationship that can save their soul. They don't want that because they want the pleasures of this world. They don't want the right thing. They want the right now thing. Jesus is the right thing. This world is the right now thing. Traveling pulpit family, it's time to make a decision. It is time to make a decision every day that we have is a borrowed day from God. We are on borrowed time now. Time as we know it is running out. More than 3,000 years ago, our Savior, the Lamb of this world, went to the cross to destroy every evil intent that the devil has in place for our lives. And so many people every single day 
are selling God out because they want a piece of this world. But as I said before, God takes no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked traveling pulpit family. So what about you now? What about you, brothers? John one says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. If he was in the beginning with God. We weren't. But he is telling us that he was with him. It gets no clearer than that. He wants that relationship with us. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. You know what that tells me? That tells me that our God is a God who doesn't need us, but he's a God who wants us. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. All things, all things were made through Christ and without Christ, nothing was made that was made. Nothing in this world takes him by surprise because all things were created through him and for him. So nothing takes him by surprise. He knows everything. You ever known someone that you label knowing everything about everything? They know absolutely nothing. Because it clearly says right here that everything that was made was made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> Our God, he's not just an awesome God. He's a loving God. He doesn't need us, but he wants us. He tells us in Psalms 50 that the cattle on a thousand hills belong to him. And if he was hungry, how can we feed him? He doesn't need us to feed him. Because he feeds us. He supplies us our needs. And he wants us to be with him, traveling pulpit family. Over in John 3. We know the, the famous scripture for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But if you go up just a little bit, let me find it. The Lord is telling us that. There is only one who has come from heaven. In John 3, 13, he says, no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the son of man. And he wants that relationship with you, brothers. He wants that relationship with you. Don't you realize if we had been on our guard and had been obedient to the word that was given to man in the garden, we wouldn't be in this situation we're in right now. You ever want to please God, believe and be obedient. You ever want to make him angry, disbelieve and be disobedient. It's that simple.
but he wants us to be with him. He wants us to be in his kingdom with him. And he's going to clean us up. He's going to give us a new body. He's going to give us a new world. This old world that we're living in right now, man, I tell you, I've seen the memes. I've seen the videos. I've even seen the pictures of Joe Biden standing in what looked like a demonic temple with a red background with high ceilings standing behind him are two of America's finest military men. And he is calling out MAGA Republicans. All MAGA means is make America great again. That's all it, that's all it, that's all it ever meant. Make America great again. But he's mad because we will not give in to his baby killing, same sex loving lifestyle. We're not giving in to that. God never called us to that. He's mad because he can't get us to get on board with his sick minded program. And he gets on there and he begins to to chastise, put down, talk about. He might as well have drawn the line in the sand because you know what? That's what it's coming to traveling pulpit family. That's what it's coming to. He's becoming more of a dictator than he is a president, which he never was and he never will be. So what is he becoming? He's becoming an object of the devil. This doesn't take God by surprise. It takes us by surprise, which is why I'm so thankful that he protects us. I'm so thankful that he watches over us. And I'm so thankful that he's going to one day tell his son, go get my children. And he's coming to get us. I care less. I care less what would come out of his mouth. I care less what he said. What I care about is my relationship with Christ. How about you, brothers? Do you care about your relationship with Christ? These men, these so-called men who love to, to play with children, who love to sleep with other men, who have turned their back on rightfully being with a woman, but in turn want to become one themselves. These women who have uh, rightfully turned away from being with a man to be with a woman, to turn themselves or try to turn themselves into a man. This ain't a world I want to be a part of. No, this isn't the world I want to be a part of. This isn't a, this isn't a wonderful world. There is no relationship to be had in in these type of of lifestyles because they're going in two different directions. But brothers, I'm telling you, it's time for us to stand up. It's time for us to stand up on the word of God because when we stand, our wives and women will stand with us. The women will stand with us. Before the fruit was eaten, she stood with him. After the fruit was eaten, she stood over him, which is why God had to put it back in order. 
But do you have that relationship with him? Because when you have that relationship with him, you're standing in the order that he meant for it to be since the since the beginning. He's always wanted that relationship with us. And through us, the woman will be in that relationship with him also. That's why the woman was created to be the help meet to the man. And he had the relationship with them both until man fell. But everything was created for him. Him being the one who sacrificed himself for us. And he is coming. He is coming. I don't know when. It's not my responsibility to know when. My responsibility is to make sure the word goes out to you. So that you can know the way. So that you can have the truth. So that you can get the life. Thomas asked Jesus in John 14 and 5. He said, where are you going? We do not know. And how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way. And the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Then Jesus says, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. Do you know him, traveling pulpit family? Men and women alike, do you know him? Fellas, do you live your life before your wife, before your children that reflects your relationship with Christ? If brothers, if you're not married and you have a girlfriend or fiance, do you live your life before your girlfriend, before your fiance that reflects your relationship with Christ? Men who are single. Do you live your life before Christ that reflects to the world your relationship with him? I'm telling you, Jesus is the only way. There is no other way. And I want, I pray for a big enough microphone so that the whole world can hear that there is no other way but through Christ. There is no other way. You hear those all roads, all roads. You know what? All roads lead to Christ. Because through him, no one is getting to the father if you do not have a relationship with him. So, fellas, I'm talking to you. Let your relationship with Christ be seen through the world. Let your relationship with Christ be, be, be heard in your conversations. Let your Relationship with Christ be, be, be seen by your walk. Let your relationship with Christ be recognized by your life. Brothers, it's up to you. It's up to you. And now it's in your hands.
Because I'm telling you, Jesus is coming. I don't know when, but I know he is. More than 3,000 years ago, Jesus went to the cross to sacrifice his life for ours, to give us a right to the tree of life because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever shall believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I offer you today, Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. It's that simple. But the choice is yours. Do you want to serve a world of sin and death with no hope? Or do you want to serve the Lord and know where you're going when this life is over? Because this life will end. It will end. One of the things I have come to understand is that even when I was a child, I heard that that story, you know, the world is coming to an end. The world is coming to an end. And there were times when I would would wonder, when will it end? I don't wonder that anymore because I know it will. I know it will. The way things are are lining up, the stages that are being set. The lights that are being turned on won't be long before that man will come onto the scene. The Bible tells us we won't be we won't leave until he shows up. Second Thessalonians five. We won't we won't leave until he shows up. But now is the time. To make your decision. Because you don't get a second chance at this. Now is the time. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You only get one shot at it, brothers. Make it count. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much for the opportunity to come and share this message with you today. You know, Being the man with the unscripted voice means that I study, but I didn't have anything prepared today. I didn't. During the course of this week, the the things that, that go on during this week, I had very minimal time to really get into the word. You know, it's the holiday weekend. I was kind of just looking forward to being a being in the holiday spirit and, you know, doing this and doing that. And and I allowed distraction to come in. But thanks be to God that I have that relationship with him, that he blocked out some time for me where I was able to get in and get some study done. And I'm grateful that I am the man with the unscripted voice. I'm grateful that that he controls my voice because I don't want anything to get in the way of his glory. I don't want anything to get in the way of of him receiving the credit because I don't want any credit. I don't want his credit. No, 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 no. I do not want his credit. It all belongs to him. And so from him to him, I give all the honor and glory, love and everything that I am. I give it all to him 
because he is my God and my savior. And I hope that he is your God and your and your savior also. So for the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice telling you that you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under traveling under the traveling pulpit. Also on TikTok at the traveling pulpit. Also, it is all the traveling pulpit. Be on the lookout for Wednesday with the word. I believe Wednesday with the word is going to come back through um, Instagram. I'm going to start doing that on Wednesday. Not sure if I'm going to do Wednesday afternoons like I was doing on Facebook or if I'm going to do Wednesday evenings. I know that would clash with uh, the midweek uh, schedule. So um, I'm still in prayer for that, but I will uh, be in prayer and possibly let you know something on next week. So with that being said, go with God. Tell tell the world as many people as you can about the goodness of the Lord and as Ignatius of Loyola once said, if necessary, use words when telling the world about the Lord. God bless you, Traveling Pulpit family. Until next time. Bye for now.